It's time to explore the unexplained, to delve into the mysteries of our world and the realms beyond, to seek out the answers to phenomena that defy conventional explanation. Welcome to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark with Karen Frazier and Chucky G, where that journey begins. Hello, this is Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark with your host, Karen Frazier, and me, Chucky G. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Cheryl. Good evening, Karen. Good evening. Hello. How are the ladies this evening? Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh. Yes, yes. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm sorry, fancy. what? You're fancy? Fancy. You're fancy. Ooh, la you're so fancy. She'll be drinking tea with her pinky sticking up and stuff. Cheerio, cheerio. I'm so fancy. Okay, all right. Did well, you mean to say fancy, fancy, or was, or were, did you just yeah. sort of get lost in the moment? I got lost in the moment. I'm sorry. I get it. I do that all the time. It's awesome, man. What's well, okay? It didn't really matter. Story of my fancy. life. You are darn fancy, I'll tell you. You're a fancy pants. Cheryl, fancy pants. Woo. Well, tonight we have really good guests. We have Mr. Seth Michael, along with Tristan David Luciati. Uh, from the upcoming documentary All Around Us, uh, Inside the Life of Psychic Medium, Seth Michael. Is is Tristan the producer? Is that is that correct? Yes, yes. he's the filmmaker. He's the filmmaker. The maker of films. All right, cool. Well, we'll go talk to him tonight and see all about, I'm um, kind of interested about uh, the whole documentary, like what, what's going to be based on. I got some general Me information. Too, but because I don't know anything about oh, it. Oh, stop it. You're in it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm the one who wouldn't know what the heck's going on. You know everything. You'd be like, oh, yeah. It's going to be like, Karen's going to be like, doesn't even need the notes. She'll be like the me with the notes, though. And I'll be like. Never, man. Oh, yeah. I, I Actually, this is the only show I've ever prepared prepared for. <laughs> yeah. I'll be I'll be sitting back tonight, folks, while Karen takes over the show. Nice. No, no, oh, no. Oh, come on. So. so uh, Chuck, I had the weirdest, the weirdest damn thing happen last night. That was the what? Well, so um, while I went to bed and turned off the lights, and I was really tired, and um, every time I would fall asleep, my dogs would would be like all freaked out and stuff, and wake me up. And Monkey kept getting off the bed, and every time I'd wake up, it was like I was in some kind of a weird dream. And suddenly, I finally I realized I woke up one time and it snapped in. Oh, there's somebody in the room trying to get my attention. And of course, what is Karen's number one rule of psychic medium shit? Leave me alone while I'm sleeping. That's right. Don't effing bug me while I'm sleeping. Yes. So I, I instead of Cheryl said, well, did you figure out who it was? I was like, no, I popped up a bubble and it all ended and I went back to sleep. <laughs> you shielded them out went back to sleep? Uh, yes, because don't it was bug like me an important message. Like some well, then they, world... can get me when, they can come when I'm awake. Don't bug me when I sleep. Yeah, but you don't know. Maybe that's the only time he's like, "Darn, it's the only time I can get through the the the." the oh, vase because of I am and, the only I am the only psychic medium in the whole world. Well, well I you. I suspect what it was was that yes. I have a friend who contacted me um, right before I went to bed last night about doing a walkthrough at her niece's place because they've been having a lot of activity. And my suspicion is that sometimes when when that connection is made, um, they get really eager. <laughs> yes. And so I will do a walkthrough next week, and and we'll uh, we'll work it out. So I suspect that that's what it was, but it was just really weird because I was like in that hazy sleep space where I couldn't really make sense of it, you know. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Yep. 
Yeah, that's and that's weird when that happens when you're like, because it's like for me, it's not something like, is am I? Is it really there? Is it just me? Can we have a drink? Oh no, or? it was there because my dogs were all acting weird. Yeah, and so as soon to... as I popped up that bubble, and I popped it up all the way around the house, I popped <clears> it out of me and pushed it out of the house. So whatever was here went flying out of the house. <laughs> Land on the lawn across the, the neighbor's lawn. What the heck? I'm trying to deliver a message. She pops up a bubble. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm so sorry, poor spirit, whoever you are. Well, um, they could have come back today while I was away. That's true. That's true. I mean, I've been doing stuff. I've been here all day. I've been awake. I've been doing a. Um, I've been. Oh, so today I was recording a meditation for yes. meeting your spirit guides and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I have to hide from my dogs because they're assholes. Okay. And they don't be quiet. <laughs> okay. so I was up here trying up in, in my little hidey hole where the dogs can't get to me trying to record. And they kept barking and stuff. And I kept screwing up. But I finally got it done. Yay. I just had to do about, it, It's like a 25-minute meditation. And I just had to do a whole lot of takes. <laughs> so you're saying that the dogs are good when it's radar for the spirits. But when you're doing the recordings, they're not so good. Yeah, yeah. So I have just kind of had, it's like, Merc- I don't think Mercury's in retrograde yet. I think it goes into retrograde next month. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. uh, Cheryl, just really quickly, I got a message from Tristan and he doesn't see your request. Oh. Uh, did you, um, did dun, 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 you call dun, dun, us from uh-huh. Skype as Ghost Night Media? I, sent I two, did. I but- actually sent two requests. Did I, I, just send- typed it into, I just typed it into the window what you should send the request that to. That is where I sent it. I'll go. do one more. Maybe he has to yes. update the Skype. Do one more. I oh, let's hope not. That's just been a pain. <laughs> but anyway, so it feels like Mercury is in retrograde because everything. Like I went to create a public event or an event on Facebook today, yeah. uh-huh. and it created it as private. I thought, well, I just need to change this to public. Well, to do that, it actually cancels the other event, so people now think that the event isn't happening, even though it's now reappeared. Oh. So, oh. hey, uh, can you? Tell yeah, me? I read that. Tristan, yeah. I just reset the request, Karen. Sorry. Yes, I, yeah, I, I, I read that on Facebook where you were like, they're probably going to change the way they, <laughs> the way they have to, you have to set up your event on Facebook after what you went through. I don't know what that meant. Did you drive them crazy or what, did you break the machine? I think so. I think so because I had to repost all of the flyers and the yeah everything about it and and it, it all the people that had invited got a little note that said the event had been canceled, but then they got uh-huh. the invitation to the to the event again. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I just hosed people all over the place today. <laughs> there you go. You were hosed by Karen Frazier today, folks. Sorry, my life. Oh, yeah. So, Cheryl, is there anything new with you? Well, since we're just chit-chatting about new stuff. Yeah, guess where I get to go tomorrow. I, uh, I don't know. Where? Oh, well, I'll tell you then. Okay. I, I know, I know, oh, I know. Karen, oh, go ahead. Where? Reveal. What? Karen, no. No, you go ahead. We are going... <laughs> To Atlanta to see a concert. Yeah. Of an 80s band. The best <gasps> 80s band ever. All oh, 80s agree. bands are awesome. Which one? Which Dur- one? Duran Duran. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh, my God. Nice. So you got, like, front row seats or what? Like- uh, I think we're in row L. So pretty. we're on a floor. Row L. Okay. So pretty good. Yeah, my my sister was a huge Duran Duran fan, and I was a little bit um, older. I mean, so I was a little bit ahead of Duran Duran as far as I was in college. I think by, by the time they came popu- became popular. But here's the thing: I'm a classic rock girl, and my little sister used to always say, "Oh, well, they're the new Beatles," and it was just like, no, <laughs> no, they're not. 
Nobody's a new Beatles. No. Yeah, the Beatles are the Beatles. Nobody's new Beatles. I know. So I think that that, like, bias me against Duran Duran. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, they're they're one of my favorite bands of all time. Are they playing alone, or do they have, like, a, 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 star, a you know, front band or anything? Or? I believe Niall Rogers is opening up, I think. I is, that Chad, is that right, Niall Rogers, Chad? Is he opening Niall up Rogers. for Duran Duran? Okay. Who the heck is right. who is, well, who is, is that? He's so a, is Duran Duran all the same guys? Did, is it the whole band? He, well, Niall Rogers, he's, he's a musician. No, no, no. He's a producer. Okay. He's a guitarist. Gotcha. Anyway, um, you don't know who Duran Duran are? No, is it no, the, sure. all, is it all yeah. the same people as it was like oh, Simon Levon and it is yeah. mostly all the same people. Um, I don't think they have the original guitarist um, anymore, but I think everybody else came back from the because you know like the Guess Who tours, and there is not an original member of the band that tours with them anymore. That's that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Yeah, they, they do, well, they do I mean, it a lot too. Really old. Yeah, it's yeah. like this is my cousin's second cousin playing the bass, and yeah. you know, it's my daughter. This playing is my the brother Daryl and my other brother Daryl. <laughs> I think they have four of the five main band members. Okay, I think four of the five, because like when Pink Floyd tours, clearly they don't have Roger Waters anymore. Darn it. And yet they're still Pink Floyd-ish, yeah. although I think they're not totally without Roger Waters, but Roger Waters toured and he wasn't Pink Floyd either, so. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Oh, um, I do have some of this if we're interested. Are we interested yeah, in doing this? Yeah, we are. Chuck, put that thing okay. away. <gasps> so sorry. I'll save it for later. Sorry. Continue. I'm a married woman. I'm still sorry. Go ahead. It's that time, please. Just when you thought the world couldn't get any weirder, it's time for our news of the strange and the All righty. It's time again for the wonderful world of the weird. So I got some interesting kind of cool newsy things here tonight. Um, the first one I, I thought was really cool, and I'm probably going to totally destroy the real name of this creature, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best, okay? So the title is Prehistoric Unicorn. This comes from the DailyMail.uk. Okay, so a large horned beast known as the Siberian Unicorn could be the origin of the modern unicorn legend, okay? I'm going to see no, if I can do it. you're saying unicorn just right. Oh, no, that's not the name. No. <laughs> No, it's the one coming up right now. Okay, Called here we go. Called El Elas Motherum Sibiricum, a giant species of rhinoceros thought to have died out in Siberia 350,000 years ago, may have actually clung on long enough to reality, really enter into human legend. This creature would have been a sight to behold, a horned behemoth standing six foot tall and measuring up to 15 foot in length. Now, scientists have found new evidence that suggests this unicorn creature may have actually survived until as recently as 26,000 years ago, meaning that it would have lived alongside modern humans for many thousands of years. I have a it's, question. Yes. Did it fart glitter rainbows? I, I don't know. It didn't have that in here. That's a good question, though. I'm sorry. Right? I don't have that. Go on. Uh, okay. It says the discovery was made after fossil fragments were unearthed in... Uh, Kakistan, where an isolated population was thought to have survived long after the species had gone extinct everywhere else. Many researchers believe that early findings of the fossils may have been the origin of the mythical unicorn, a theory seemingly backed up by early, in, early paleontologists who had heard stories of, from Siberia about a unicorn with a horn so large that it needed a sledge to move it. 
Uh, yeah, I'll slide just to move it. Whether hello, the, unicorn. Uh, hello. Whether the legends hello. really do originate with these remarkable beasts, however, remains unclear. But is known is that they were very real creatures, and that as global climate changed, they were driven into smaller and smaller areas until they eventually disappeared entirely. So there you oh. have it. No, you know, here's the thing. I don't want that unicorn to come from that. No. You don't want that one because of the I nice horsey the mythical, one they have. I want one. the mythical horsey rainbow fart and unicorn. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. It's a giant killer rhinoceros unicorn. That's what I can tell you. That's what it is. No. Yeah. Aren't rhinoceroses? No, it's hippopotamuses that are like really aggressive, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hippopotami. Hippopotamuses. Yep. Is there? Uh, I'm awesome. an a. I'm a writer, but Cheryl, you're an editor. Hippopotami or hippopotamuses? Hippopotamuses. Hippos. Sort of like, sort of like chipmunks. I think. Or is, it, is I, maybe I think the just, plural of? I think it's just hippopotamus. Maybe the plural it's, of hippos is hippies. Let me see. Hippopotamus. Whoa, plural. dudes. I'm actually looking it up. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is hippopotami. 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 It says, yeah. like, like octopi, the plural hippopotami is now generally taken to be either funny. Oh, f sorry, I didn't read the whole, whole thing. Funny or absurdly pedantic. And the usual plural is hippopotamuses. Oh, it is hippopotamus. Okay, I'm sorry. Unless, sorry it's George, unless it's George Takei and then it's hippopotami. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> wow. Okay. Moving right along now. Onto the hippopie, hippopie. I, I I didn't get a lot of sleep last night because of my middle of the night visitor. I'm just saying. Well, actually, <laughs> so I'm a little bit. I'm a little okay. goofy. It actually, according to yes. Merriam-Webster, either plural, hippopotamuses or hippopotami is okay. Yeah, but who wants to be a pedantic douche? Exactly. Hippopotamuses. Hippopotamuses. Hippos. There you go. I like. All righty. I think we beat that one to death, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, I think we could probably do another ten minutes on I it. Oh Lord, we just start chipmunks and I we'll just lose it right there. We gained listeners for that. It is it is chipmunk so. season, Chuck. Oh, there she goes again. Yes, it's chip it's chip. No, it's chip. Don't, don't I wanna finish my story. Don't even start with me now. Okay. So this one is Did Famed Comedian Argue with God Before He Died? This came to first to know dot com uh, by Jen Edgevick. Okay, it was April 10th, 1992, when famed comedian Sam Kinison was on his way to Laughlin, Nevada, to perform at a sold-out show in his 1989 Pontiac Trans Am. Out of nowhere, a pickup truck driven by a 17-year-old crossed the center lane and slammed into Kinison. Kinison's brother was on the scene and reported that the comedian's body was pushed between the seat of the cars. He was alive, and there weren't any apparent injuries that anyone could see. His brother, with the help of friend Carl LeBove, who had been following in a van, tried to encourage Kinnison to lie down and relax. It was then that Kinnison began to look off into the distance and began talking to a force unseen. I don't want to die. I don't want to die, he told the force. Lebov explained it was as if he was having a conversation, talking to someone unseen, somebody else, but someone, some unseen person. Kinnison paused and listened to the unseen being deliver a message. He then asked, but why? And then paused again to listen. Okay, 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 Kinnison then responded. LeBeau said that the final okay was softly spoken. The last okay was so soft and at peace, said LeBeau. Whatever voice was talking to him gave him the right answer, and he just relaxed with it. He was so sweet, like he was talking to someone he loved. Sam Kinnison then died and could not be resuscitated. An autopsy revealed that he suffered from a dislocated neck, torn aorta, aurora, and torn blood aorta. vessels within... 
Eris, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Aorta and torn blood vessels within his abdominal cavity. There are numerous reasons as to why Kinnison would not want to leave Earth at that moment. Not only was his career skyrocketing, he had just married the love of his life six days prior. The 17-year-old who caused the accident pleaded guilty to a single count of vehicular manslaughter. Kinnison was buried at Memorial Park Cemetery in Tulsa, Oklahoma. His grave marker reads, in another time and place, he would have been called a prophet. So I thought that was a pretty interesting um, statement on, I mean, because I mean, I, I liked the guy when he was around. He was pretty crazy. But I Was mean, he I the one who yelled a lot? Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, if he yeah. would scream and stuff like that. So, um, And this last one here, well, is it's kind of, it connects to a, a story I had written for the magazine. Um, mythical humanoid monster caught on the camera in icy waters off Antarctica by the uh, dailystar.com.uk. Footage of an uncertain origin recently surfaced online showing a shadowy figure with clear, discernible arms and legs floating in the near distance in the ocean in the Antarctica. Carried by the current, it slowly draws closer, it slowly draws closer, its limbs scarcely moving as something seemingly fish-like darts in front of the camera. Then the video, uh, the video abruptly ends, leaving only speculation to de-establish the identity of the ominous presence. Information posted with the clip claims it shows the Nijin, mythological creature said to lurk off the Antarctica. Estimated to be between 20 to 30 meters in length, it is described as having a human appearance and even five-fingered hands. Apparently first sighted by a Japanese whaling research ship, the Nijin was taken for a submarine at first until the crew got a closer look and noticed it was a living creature of some kind. For now, though, no concrete evidence has yet to confirm the existence of the creature, despite several alleged sightings across the seas of Japan. And if you want to see the footage, uh, you can go to www.dailystar.com.uk and just type in Nijin, N-I-N-G-E-N, and you'll, it's like a video of just like this shadowy thing in the water. But I wrote a, uh, remember I wrote the article about that show with the little weird creature, remember? Yes, yeah, it was, yeah, it was totally, I'd never heard of it before your article, so it was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm always looking for, like, you know, different... You know, I like, you know, the cryptozoology and stuff, so I think it's very interesting, you know, you can find, like, these obscure these obscure things. I'm like, I never heard of that, so I kind of look into it and want to write about it, but yeah. it was kind of interesting that I went to the news and found the exact same thing based on, you know... Yeah. What I so what did you think? What did you think looking at the video? Um, I, I thought that you, you can't really tell. I mean, it's it's so, you know, if you look in the video, it's very vague. Underneath. Could it have been like a snag or something in the water? Yeah, or it could have been even maybe a whale with something on the side. You know, it could have been, you know, you don't know what it is. It's just a very large, dark shadow. I mean, there's so many things in the sea. You know what I mean? I mean, it's really hard to tell. Uh, it's not like anything came out of the water where they said, oh, look, there was a hand or you know anything like that. It was just more of a, you know, it could have been a whale. It could have been all sorts of different things. So a shark, you know, and whatever. So, But it looked kind of cool the way, if you look at the video, the way it looks, it's kind of cool and kind of creepy. But uh, you, know, you can't say for sure. Well, now I want to sing that whale of a tail song to you. I'm not going to because I don't want to subject our listeners to that. Oh, no, no, I don't know. What's the whale of the tail? Do you tail? know the song? It's a oh, Disney. God, a whale no. of a tail to tell you, man. Whale of a tail or two. About the flapping fish and the girl I love on the night like this with the stars <laughs> above. A whale of a tail, and it's all true. I swear by my tattoo. Do, do. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. That was beautiful. I never heard that song before. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. I'm curtsying. You see, I think that's what we need to bring more into the show is the singing. Singing, yeah, because I am so talented. I'm telling you, we're doing a music. Oh my god, I am. A, I am we a, could do the 300 episode. Could be a musical. Could be Paranormal underground radio, the musical. Yeah, the musical. Wow. There you go. I could come on and say hello. This paranormal underground radio in the dark. I could sing the intro. 
with your host, Karen Frazier and Chucky e. G. Chuck e. What do you think? Chucky e. G. Chucky Chucky e. G. We could do like a rap thing. Chucky Chucky Chucky. Chuck. 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 We can film that. Chuck. We can all dance. There you go. And I'm going to rap it. I, I, I'm a terrible singer, so I'll just rap. Share, 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 There you go. And she could say, I am fantastic. I am fabulous. So here's the thing. Oh, sorry. She's fancy. Here's the I thing, wonderful pretty. listeners, I think that we need to bring up. We are just either 10 or 11 shows away. We're still sort of debating that. We have to find one show. Yeah. We are 10 or 11 shows away from 300 shows. Now, Cheryl and I, when we started this little venture, thought we'd maybe get to 10. <laughs> I'm so really? Maybe 10. Seriously? Did you even... I, did you even- Think we do ten, no. Cheryl? No, honestly, no, no, I didn't. No, no, not even just throw you up like ten shows. No. Like cut these people off, cut them off. And so we have we have our three hundredth show coming up, and we had talked about making it all about me because everything is all about me. No, we hadn't. We had talked about making making it all about Cheryl and me, and a little bit of Chuck. Um, but then we realized that really what three hundred shows is about is about our listeners. And so we would really love to hear what you guys would like to hear for our 300 show. What would you like us to do? Would you guys all like to just come on and hang and chat with us one at a time? We would be willing to do that. You know, where I we would sing and dance, yeah. whatever. So, so you could email Cheryl, email editor at paranormalunderground.net. And um, we'd like to know what you guys would like because honestly without listeners um and without seeing the really great numbers that we have every month of people listening to our podcast um after the live show i don't know i i think if we only had five of you <laughs> we would love you just as much we'd probably yes. love you guys but um but it would it would be a little less uh motivating for us to go on so thank you to the thousands of you who listen to us we we really appreciate it let us know what you'd like to hear Yes, I, I have to totally agree with that. I think that would be a great idea. Him come on, they could ask us questions about or us, about the show, about paranormal, whatever. Maybe, yeah. You know, we, could just have, we could just have two hours of shameless self-promotion corner. There you go. Come oh, on. I think that'd be cool. All right, people, you heard it. Now it's time. Now it's time to start writing all your stuff down so you can you can send it to us and let us know. I think that's a good idea. I, I think do. it's fabulous. So if there's something, and, and, you know, a lot of you have been loyal listeners for a long time. A lot of you have let us know that you have listened to all 289 shows. God bless you. <laughs> you poor people. <laughs> well, I've been listening quite a long time. I mean, at least I don't know how many years. It's been a few years I've been listening with you guys. Well, uh, I think and it's- now your dream has come true and you're a little princess. You're on the show. I'm a that show, no, Queen for a day. Queen for a day. Remember uh, that show, Queen for a day. I feel fancy. I feel so fancy. <laughs> well, that's right. Cheryl's the queen for the day. She's fancy. Yeah, she's fancy. You could call and ask Cheryl. Why do you feel fancy? Why do I that's, feel fancy? There you go. You that's that. right. Any questions? Um, we may not answer them all, but you know, we would happy be happy to bring people on if there were guests that you enjoyed. Um, we would try to get them back, except for Zach Bagans, who is not speaking to me. I think we, um, I think we should have at least a ten minute interview with your dogs because like they're a part of every. With my show. dogs because they are. I know one of them. I'm upstairs. You shouldn't be able to hear it when I was when I was recording that uh, guided meditation today. I had to do like about twenty takes because the stupid asshole dogs kept barking. So, but I got through, and it's very soothing and and it's lovely. It's lovely. Except that I don't have a lovely speaking voice, so you know that made kind of great people out of there. Meditative trance, but oh, what can your, you do? Your voice is fine. What are you talking about? It's very nice. <sighs> well, people have listened to it for two hundred and 
It's that face that scared me right there. It's not the voice. The face just did the. Ouch. That no, when you did this, that was scary. That was scary, man. You have seen all of my faces except for maybe one or two, and those are reserved just for Jim. Oh, yeah. Okay, got it. Message taken. No need to go any further with that thing. Very much. Okay. I don't remember anyway. those faces. I don't remember those faces look like anymore. But go ahead. Yes. Anyways. Oh well, then you need to come back out here and visit. Perhaps you should come out for the class that William and I are teaching I, on Mason. I, I saw that. Are you guys talking about the same thing? I feel like something weird is going on here. Ah uh, no, I never made those faces for him. Oh, <laughs> then why'd you just say you should come back out and see? It? Yeah, I come back out and show you my faces again. He hadn't seen my faces anymore. Cheryl, you need to edit that out. Like, edit that out because I don't want Jim to hear that. I'm on coming down. Apparently, so, edit so, that out. Right. It's okay. okay. Here's the thing. Remember how I talk about that I'm not a very grounded person, and yeah. so I I sometimes get lost in conversations yeah. and I lose things and I bump into things. I'm really really excited that Seth is coming on because you guys know I love me some Seth. Seth is awesome, and he it. makes me look totally grounded. So. <laughs> I love talking to that guy. The one time we, we oh, he's sat, the best. He's just awesome. He's like all over, but it's like I got it. Yep, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I know. He's really fun when he speaks at conferences. He's the same way. He see? he'll be sitting there talking, and all of a sudden he'll be leaning over talking to somebody that nobody can see because he's talking <laughs> to his guides. Yeah, yeah. He'll go. Hang on. He'll be like, hang on. Hey, hey, wait, wait. Right, hang on. Hang on a second. I'm like, oh, okay. I all right. I'm just. But okay. my well, and Seth is. I've told you this before. Seth is totally on. Um, on uh, Men in Black Three, he's Griffin. If you watch it, it's Seth. It. And Black I and Boy. and one more thing before before Seth comes on, I have yes. to say is that my favorite thing is when Seth, who is one of the uh, strongest psychics I know, says, "I didn't see that coming." <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's going to be an interesting. And Tristan's show. coming on too, and he's a yes. lovely gentleman as well. You he's will enjoy them. He's a lovely them. gentleman. All right. You will enjoy them both cool. very much. All right. Very so much. Uh, let's do this. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be talking about the documentary film All Around Us with Seth and Tristan. Stick around. You're listening to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark here on MixLR. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's Karen Frazier from Paranormal Underground Radio. I'm here to tell you about my latest book, Pioneer Spirits, Investigating the Haunted Lewis County Historical Museum. In the book, I got together with Patty Valdez, South Sound Paranormal Research. SSPR has actually interacted with the ghosts at the Lewis County Historical Museum for more than seven years, and the experiences that I've had there as a volunteer and paranormal investigator have been significant. So I'm excited to share the story of the ghosts there with you. I hope you'll pick up a copy of Pioneer Spirits so that you too can know what it's like to encounter one of Washington State's most active haunts. This book is available on Amazon.com or you can visit my website at authorkarenfraser.com. My name is Daryl E. Berry Jr., longtime practitioner, researcher, and explorer of things metaphysical, mystical, and cutting edge, and founder and director of Next Density a research, education, and development effort for personal and thus global progress, transformation, and development. My current and upcoming books include Travel Far, Classes on A Course in Miracles, and Next Density. For my books and other writings, videos, interviews, public talks, and workshops, 
and to schedule for consultations, classes, and courses, visit DarylEBerryJr.com or NextDensity.org. Next Density. Change yourself. Hi, this is Cheryl Knight, editor for Paranormal Underground Magazine. And I'm Chad Wilson, Paranormal Underground Magazine's publisher. Every month, Paranormal Underground Magazine explores the unexplained by examining topics that range from haunted sites to ufology to cryptozoology. We also spotlight investigators and researchers who continue to pave the way in a field that seeks to answer some of life's most complex questions. If you want to read about topics like psychic phenomena, demonology, conspiracy theories, crystals and herbology, and much, much more, visit ParanormalUnderground.net and start exploring the unexplained today. Do you want to keep up with what's going on at Paranormal Underground? Then tweet us on Twitter at ParanormalUG. Or follow us on Facebook at Paranormal Underground. Meet us on MySpace, Paranormal Underground. There's no need to be in the dark about what's going on at Paranormal Underground. Join us on your favorite social networking site today. So, you're looking for the best in Paranormal Radio. Well, you've just found it. Right here on Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark. Join me, Chucky G, and my awesome co-host, Karen Frazier, for topics ranging from the metaphysical to the unexplained. That's right. Every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and other times in the flyover states on MixLR, we will delve into all things paranormal. And along the way, we'll, we hope to entertain you and have a few laughs as well. So join us on Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark, exploring the unexplained. We are back. This is MixLR. You're listening to Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark with your host, Karen Frazier, and me, Chucky G. We have some guests this evening, Mr. Seth Michael and Tristan David Luciati. From, is that right, Tristan? Did he say it right? Did I say it? Luciati. Hey, hey, yeah, that's right. They cheated. I'll give you jazz hands for that. Jazz hands. So we're going to be talking to them today about, well, mediumship and just basically the documentary all around us, the documentary Inside the Life of Psychic Medium, Seth Michael and his dog. What's the dog's name, by the way? I see your dog. Jasmine. Jasmine. What is that? Oh, Jasmine on my phone. I'm thinking about that. Summer breeze. Makes me feel fine. There you go. Okay, sorry. (laughs) So anyways, so you guys are here and we want to talk about this documentary, correct? (laughs) Tristan has a dog, too. We're busy, We're busy showing oh, oh, each other a dog. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed it. There's too many windows to look at, folks. You, you can't see it. We have like five windows going here. So I'm sorry. I don't have a dog to hold up. So, you know. But anyways, I have several, but they're not allowed in this room. And Cheryl, do you have any dogs to hold up over there? No. no she dog. can hold up Chad. Look, here's Chad. <laughs> it's my little husband. It's Chad. I don't Isn't think he cute? No. So, um, so let's start with. I mean, how did this all come about? Whose um, idea was it? I mean, where did it come from? Yeah, uh, well, basically, I uh, last year, um, I was deciding to get back into film work after taking a pretty long hiatus, and I really wanted to make a documentary. Well, over the summer, um, I met Seth. He did a gallery reading at Twilight Theater Company, and um, I was always interested in everything to do with the paranormal psychic mediums, everything. Um, and when I met him, it was just like, kind of like a, a brother from another mother feeling. <laughs> just instantaneous, you know, we just connected. And one day it just hit me. And I thought, you know what? I really want to make a documentary um, about Seth 
and his life and really going inside the life of a psychic medium and do it in a way that I've never seen done before. And so I, I asked Seth if he was willing to do it. We talked about it and he, I'll let him tell you what he thought. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what do you think? It was, it was just something, how do I explain it? There was no thought in it. I didn't have to think about it really. I just knew it just felt right. So, and, it, and it's as if, I feel like it's already done. Like, it, it's so meant to be. It's already finished. And it looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. And you have, such, you have such passion for it. I mean, you know, because every time I see you, that's what we wind up talking about lately, which is great. But you just, you're so excited and have such passion for, for it. That's what I mean, because all the topics are, well, let me put it this way. So what I feel my role is, is that... I'm giving Tristan all these puzzle pieces and then he's going to make a story out of it. Make, you know, make the, make the puzzle fit together. And he's just letting me do my life. I'm just pretty much doing what I normally do, but um, we're also going to do a couple extra things. Like instead of talking to Karen on the phone, like I would normally do Karen Anderson, the pet pet communicator, we're going to go and visit her. And I never got to do that before. So we're going to do a couple of things. I, don't normally do but talking to my friends kind of thing and we're going to do um see see because i asked them too i said well can we feature didn't i didn't i ask you that like can we feature a couple of my friends or some of my friends and then we i asked them i think originally can you know my friends be in it because i have all these interesting you know everybody like has a different place that they're coming from but we have a basic foundation which is the same so it's not way off topic or anything like that. And and he said, yeah. And then it just came about where um, Teresa's one we're going to do a little bit more on than some of the others. She's uh, she she's speaking of a soul family, you know, we we met just doing stuff we don't normally do. And <laughs> and uh, projects just started happening. And I feel like she's really going to be a great part of this, too. She has muscular dystrophy. And she's a quadriplegic, and she comes. She comes. She's um, Southern Oregon, I think. Anyway, she comes up to do gallery readings with me, and we do we do um, a duo, like tandem. And then sometimes, and then we try to a three three thing. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> what a, that sounds a little sorry. personal. A threesome, huh? Little okay. Personal. Continue. Please continue. <laughs> On the, that the gallery reading. <laughs> oh, oh! You're talking about uh, you, Teresa, and Aurora. Got it. It could be a special feature. It's part of the special feature. That'd be all right. Go ahead. That's right. That's one of the. That's one of the documentary special. Yeah. Special the, features. The Click on this. On the, the Easter egg. There you Teresa go. Does not have to be dirty. I'm changing okay. out meaning. Neiman is all different when I say it. I know. But yeah, with Seth and I, as far as the ideas, I mean, that's one thing that's great is like, he'll come up with an idea and sometimes it's something I was already thinking about. And likewise, I'll think of something he's like, I was just about to tell you that, you know? And it's, 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 so that's, it's, it's just really piecing itself together seamlessly. And as far as, you know, having other psychic mediums and, um, in the movie, I think that just adds to it because, you know, a lot of times, you know, when you, you do watch documentary that, that really is focused on someone's life, that's really who you're, you're seeing. But to get the different perspectives and also go, go into the life of other psychic mediums, it's fascinating. You know, not all are natural born like Seth. You know, some came about um, later in life, you know, maybe even the cause of like a near-death accident. It, it's really fascinating stuff. 
And then we even get to go into um, paranormal investigations and uh, as far as like the resolves and, you know, when the psychic mediums come in after the investigation. I mean, there's so many different topics that we're doing. I mean, when Seth says he's throwing me a lot of puzzle pieces, he definitely has. <laughs> <laughs> and then we entered and then there was a new a new thing. I was going to put some of this, what I'm about to say in it, but my guides, I just felt like a pull to bring it a little bit more. In, and that's the mental health aspect, because um, with. See, I don't know if what comes first, the chicken or the or the egg, but I think there's a huge correlation between what we're like institutionalized for and spiritual um, going ons. Mm -hmm. So, and I've noticed that I've I've noticed things that that I really want to bring out. That uh, say, one time I was in a psych ward and a guy was talking behind him, and I saw a spirit, a little kid spirit, and then I saw a man and a woman on this other side, and he turned and started talking to them. So just things like I've noticed that, hey, you know, there, you know, maybe, maybe studies, more studies need to be done. I don't know. But um, my main thing also is hoping to reach the, the mental health community and say, don't forget, you know, this, this may be something people are going through. And if they're coming at a closed minded, like, oh, it's psychotic, it's, it couldn't be psychic, it's psychotic. And mm -hmm. some doctors still are on that frame of mind so to consider the possibilities so because say empath if a doctor's like you know i can just feel a block if i you know if i say hey you know i was talking to spirit and <laughs> so yeah uh, we had a we had a teenager who lived with us for a while um not one of our kids but one of our kids friends came and lived with us for a while and he actually had been diagnosed as schizophrenic and I said to his mom, that's not what's going on. He's psychic. He he's and and I mean they they've since come to realize that and understand that and they didn't he wound up not being on medication and stuff. But can you imagine what his life would have looked like if they had have stuck with that diagnosis of schizophrenia? Yeah, exactly. I think mean, that's yeah, I think that that's a, I think that's a great idea to even bring like the a psychic mediumship into the mental health area. Right. You know, and, and there's and, a stigma. And, yeah, and like you know, combine them with the doctors together, you know, right. and the partnership, and and see if how that works in conjunction to how that their, their old school ways of doing. It. I think that's very interesting. What I would like to do is springboard off this and actually do talks for therapists, okay, and tell them from my point of view. But anyway, so so just an element like that, and I told Tristan he was fine with it, and all that means for for the film is there's just going to be a little bit more information than what I was going to give about. That it's you know, going to be six and a I, half hours now instead of six <laughs> hours. Six and a half hours? Oh my god. <laughs> I've got a cutoff time. I, I told Seth I really want to stay at two hours. And then, oh yeah, that seems watchable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, and then... Um, you know, we really will have like with the DVD a special edition where there is going to be full footage um, that will be shown. But I'll tell you, I said there's there's already so many hours. I mean, unbelievable. And this is the beginning. I, I told him, I says we're just going to have you know we're going to be eating a lot of popcorn by the end of this year going through all this footage. <laughs> you know, when I start editing it, I mean, it's it's definitely a lot. But so far, we have got. I mean, we've we've just really captured some amazing footage i mean there's stuff that i really feel like hits on all levels of emotion um and it's going to make people laugh i think it's really going to make some people cry too it really just it touches everything and i i i don't know i'm already so excited about it gotcha. 
You're no. going to be editing for a long yeah, time, right. Tristan. Well, I'm going to bring on another editor, so it's not going to be <laughs> smart. <laughs> wise man. And and I've yep. seen a lot of document documentaries too, and I and I don't know. Tristan has a really good eye and a real a good really good vision, because um, I can just we just talk about it like I'm starting to see it along with him, and so he can say so much in like two minutes. So I, I really feel like it's going to be like an hour and 45 minutes. That's what I'm betting. Mm-hmm. I'm and still say a lot. <laughs> but, <laughs> I said, I'm thinking two hours. <laughs> well, you just put 15 more back in there. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so why don't you, um, for people who don't know who you are, Seth, why don't you give us a little background on how you got your gifts and such, you know, I mean, kind of go into it a bit, you know, I don't want to spoil the documentary, but people, I think people would be interested to know a little bit about you. Just the basic stuff is, I believe from looking back, I've experienced spirits and very intense emotions bigger than me. Um, since I was around three, I remember standing up in my crib and light would go off and I screamed. And that happened often because things would intensify. And some of that could have been, you know, like a coat hanger weird. or, But it was mostly, I remember, the feelings of things. So um, my mom just thought, you know, kid, afraid of the dark. And then I would start talking to people around me that were that supposedly weren't there. And she had, you know, just thought I had a huge imagination. And so she didn't squash it. She actually set a place at the table. I... I um, one kind of helped me learn how to tie my shoe. I mean, she was involved in it, a spirit. And I've noticed that the spirits would change as we changed houses. And they weren't kids because I, um, somebody had told me that usually if it's imagination, it'd be more the ages of the kid. These were all different, all different ages. So mm-hmm. oh, um, somebody had told me when I was 20, around 25, um, 20-ish, 25, she said, you know, you're a psychic medium, right? She said natural born psychic medium. I had no idea what she was talking about, but then everything fit. Everything made sense. And the empath part, where I believe that it's possible to be on a range um, where you're connecting with somebody else, their energy, say merging energy so much, you can feel exactly what they're feeling, describe it, Mm -hmm. and it would be exactly where they are. Right. So, but however, if that's not like worked with, if you don't know what the heck's going on, it's a life of hell. So that's what my part comes from. I came from hell. Yeah. (laughs) I think you've come a long way. And we, and I, and I, I know that I had talked to you a long time ago about that, the same kind of those same feelings when I was first coming out or whatever you want to call it, you know, about not understanding the anxiety about being around lots of people and just picking up way too much information and thinking is it just me am i whacked or i need to go take pills for the doctor or you know um not quite understanding those those feelings you know and and, and can you kind of like uh, uh cleared up some of that because uh, it was similar to what you know how, how it had happened for you so i you know, i do appreciate the fact that that kind of gave me some clarity on where i was going too so because it can be pr- pretty pretty intense you know what i mean uh right. you know thinking you're having panic attacks uh stuff like that versus like, I mean, I, I couldn't even go into a store for like 10 minutes. I, I would actually think I'm going to pass out or faint or something, you know, and I'd, I'd be like, I got to get out of here. Why is that? Why is it me? You know, is it like, is it my diabetes? Is it my health? Is there something wrong with me? And then I start yeah. to understand that that's 
It's totally I thought I was nuts when I lived in the dorms in college. I thought I was absolutely crazy because I was yeah. living around all of these people who are in their late teens and early 20s. And come on, we were all nuts back then. And I was feeling all of their things. <laughs> yes. And I thought I was nuts. And then the same thing when I mo- lived in apartment buildings. I live in a house on the top of a hill up by myself for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. people always told me I was really moody. You know, like, why I'd be really high and then really low and then really high and then really low. And then uh, I'd be near someone that's not feeling good. Well, while I feel sick all of a sudden. It's like, I'm, there's nothing wrong with me. And I just couldn't figure it out until, uh, you know, later in life, of course. So that, that yeah. would be interesting. Rob has a question uh, in chat. Rob has a question for Tristan. He says, Tristan, how do you decide what gets cut and what doesn't? I know mm-hmm. from Seaside on Saturday night, it was intense. How do you cut that over another intense moment? Sure. Um, basically the way that works is I, I can go ahead and tell you as far as that, what we captured in Seaside, that'll definitely be in the film. I mean, that's definitely without a doubt. Um, but, but as far as picking something over another, um, I think it's just, it's like I told Seth, I mean, we pretty much have different layers of the film. Um, and there's, there's different categories. And so it's just kind of seeing how much time is going to be spent per category, um, and I just take what the best footage is. I mean, definitely it's, it's what is, um, on topic, um, and also what is really going to, um, I, I guess relate the most to the audience, um, as far as the people watching. I mean, to me, if, if I'm feeling something and I, I'm watching this and I'm feeling myself tear up watching it, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm going to put that in the trash. Yeah, and, screw that, right? Yeah, forget that. And I, got, I got to watch that. Lucky me, I'm the filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that definitely goes into it. Uh, I think it will be tough. I mean, already having such wonderful footage that we do have, um, I, I, I already know we're going to have the special feature section uh you know basically it's like hey this didn't make it in but it's still really relevant and important and you know so, so people can still see that yeah it's gonna be tough to put it together because i know a lot i mean i know most of the people you have participating of course and all of the psychics that you're talking to and and um everybody has like a little different way that they do things or a little different um use like for their abilities, like you have Karen, who's the animal communicator, and you have me, who does the energy healing and the intuitive stuff. So, how do you how do you fit that all together? Um, that's a very good question. But basically, <laughs> what what I do is there's whether everyone realizes it or not, um, a lot of you have been asked the same questions, um, and so you will be able to you know hear a question and see the different answers from all of you. Um, which gives, you know, the people that are watching different perspectives. Um, but, you know, for instance, like, you know, as far as uh, Karen Anderson, I mean, that'll be more in a segment of a category of animal communication. So that'll be a focus. Um, you know, we'll be able to focus on her and, and you know, we might even, you know, reach out. I mean, you know, I, I know some other psychic mediums. I mean, I know even Seth himself, you know, can communicate with pets you know so it's kind of you know tying that in with that and then with what you do as far as like energy healing like i know um like i know aurora you know does that too and other Mm -hmm. you know psychic mediums and so like you guys will be categorized together in that and just see like you know because basically you know some some things are the same i'm i'm from what i've already experienced in hearing you know some things are the same with you but then there's also differences as well yeah yeah, it's Seth? a it's a big topic you're tackling, but but to have Seth as kind of the 
the overarching storyline, you'll get it done. Well, yeah, that's that's what I think. You pretty much say it in the synopsis of the of the you know the movie that I'll be like the host. So what ties everything together is me. Like I know all these people, and these people have touched my life. So it just branches off of that, and I think it'll tie together real nicely. Awesome. Just on its own, I think you know it's going to be organic too. Yes. Now, I'm excited so, to see what it becomes. So, so one, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say um, the other part of this that I'm really excited about is the fact that it's not going to be your typical Hollywood, you know, film. I, I you know, it's like this is definitely like like I've said in the synopsis, it, it's definitely a raw reality. Um, I am not going to add special effects or anything else. Even we do the paranormal stuff. I mean, it's all just exactly what happens. Um, but for me, I mean, I don't know about you guys, um, but Seth and I have talked about it. We haven't really seen anything like this before that's actually been made into a movie. You know, I've seen so many different shows and TV and reality series and this and that. But there's, there's topics that are going to be in this film that I've never heard discussed before. Like one is is spirit counseling, and Tristan at Seaside's the first time I think you experienced it firsthand. Or no, actually no, the theater was the first. Mm -hmm. What what is your what were your thoughts and feelings and perceptions of that? Um, to me, when it comes to spirit counseling, I I I never heard of it before in my life until you, and I actually think it is a very beautiful experience. Um, when I'm you know obviously I. I don't have the ability, so I, I can't see or hear who you, you're communicating with. Um, but the one thing about you, which people will see in the film, is you feel like you can. <laughs> it's hard to explain, but you do. Like, I feel like I can see this person. You describe them, and I feel like I can hear them, you know. And um, it's just, I, you know, sometimes it's just there's people that are just in pain. You know, they're earthbound. They're here, and they don't even know. Like sometimes they don't even realize if they've already passed on, you know, or passed away. And it's like, you know, here they are trapped, really. They're trapped in this emotion and, and, and feeling of, of these earth feelings, you know. And then Seth will actually, you know, let them see like maybe other family members or friends like on the other side, like will come to them. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I, I can I can get out of this place where I'm at. And then they you know, cross over and it's like this freeing, like, it, like just extreme peace. And, and you're, you're feeling it too. You know, I, You've I experienced I, it now then. Oh yeah. It's I mean, pretty powerful. I'm an empath. I, I, I am. And I was so gonna I say you do have ability. So don't say I don't have the ability. Because you do. <laughs> yeah, I have you some know, abilities. Totally. Oh yeah. <laughs> Quite a few. But, uh, I definitely feel, um, I, I can feel it happening, and it's just like wow. I mean, I it's it's an amazing feeling um, to me, and and just to to realize like wow. I mean, you know, here are people who are being free. You know, they're really just experiencing like freedom. You know, finally, well, they're remembering who they are. They're remembering who they really are, as opposed to being ego identified. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, Seth was the first not. person to introduce me to that concept as well. And, and yeah. you know, I've been making my Karen Frazier thank you tour, and I know Seth has been on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's awesome. That's awesome you were open to it. It was just, it was just meant to be, you yeah. know, kind of thing. Totally. Yeah, it so. was. Guys, we need to go to break.
and then uh, we'll be gone for a minute or two. Come back and do another segment. Sound good to you both? Yep. Yeah. All right. Stick around, everybody. You're listening to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark here on MixLR. We'll be right back. Where do you want to go to lunch? I'm having a stroke. Did you hear what I said? I'm having a stroke. Why aren't you answering me? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The traditional light bulb, a groundbreaking invention in 1879. It's time we switch to longer-lasting Energy Star light bulbs. They're more efficient than the old bulbs, like a text message is more efficient than a carrier pigeon. And they cut down on our energy costs. Because in our own groundbreaking age, we deserve a light bulb that saves us some cash. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. So you're looking for the best in paranormal radio. Well, you've just found it right here on Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark. Join me, Chucky G, and my awesome co-host, Karen Frazier, for topics ranging from the metaphysical to the unexplained. That's right. Every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and other times in the flyover states on MixLR, we will delve into all things paranormal. And along the way, we'll, we hope to entertain you and have a few laughs as well. So join us on Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark, exploring the unexplained. We are back. This is Paranormal Underground Radio in the dark with your host, Karen Frazier, and me, Chucky G, along with our guests, Tristan and Seth, and, of course, Cheryl, too, who's in the background waving at us crazy when things don't go correct. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? Very good. So, anyway. Hey, just a moment. Karen yes. Anderson wants to call in. Cheryl, would you? Would you? Cheryl? Uh, Cheryl? No. Karen Anderson yes. wants to call she, in. Could you Could you tell her, like, over the air how she can do that or message her or something? She wants to call into the show. Yeah. Send us some smoke signals. Yeah, I could do that. Let me grab the phone number real quick and she can call in. All right. Okay. Yeah, All right. Okay. So, Karen, Karen, hold tight. Cheryl's going to speak the phone number in just a moment and we'll we'll like to call in because we always enjoy talking to you as well. Speak the phone number. So anyways, <laughs> while we're waiting, let me, let me, do you have it? Let me drop it yep. in chat. So I'll just, you She's guys going to drop it in chat. All right. Okay. While you're dropping it in chat, <laughs> I can't talk anymore. While you drop it into chat, I like to ask Tristan a question. Uh, so how long, I mean, I know you're out of filmmaking for all, cause I'm a filmmaker too. So how long, were how long i mean what other things have you done when you were a filmmaker before you took your little hiatus sure yeah um i started video production 20 years ago and since that time basically um i started working for companies so i wasn't doing anything on a personal basis um i spent time i actually did media for like the olympic games for a few years and um technology companies and uh actually worked a little bit in promotions in in radio so what I was spending my time doing was uh, primarily like going into other creative aspects of graphic design and web development. Mm -hmm. And um, I would do video production on the side as far as doing uh, what they call industrials um, for companies, which is kind of like, yeah, you, you know what that is. <laughs> yeah. So I pretty much was making, you know, industrials. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So this is this, this is, is kind more of fun, isn't it? Yeah. This is more your creative side. Cause, uh, he was saying, yeah, he was saying oh, yeah. it's not even like work at all. No, yeah, it's like, fun. 
Yeah. <laughs> just, it was one of those well, things you, where... you got in with the right crowd, Tristan. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I picked up a the old-school VHS, you know, video camera <laughs> when I was a kid. And, I mean, I, there's home movies that my, my family laughs at now where, you know, I didn't have... I couldn't edit. I mean, I was probably, like, seven years old and was filming with note cards. I'd write, you know, like, you yeah, know... Yeah, the titles and stuff. And yeah, titles yeah. and yeah. film it, and I would just do it all on a, you know, storyboard already <laughs> at that age. And, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and so I, I, I act, too. So, like, every aspect of film I've just always really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was writing scripts um, off and on and finally decided, you know, it's time to get back involved and actually do this. Stop dreaming. Do it. Cool. And awesome. a documentary, just, I, I love documentaries. And mm-hmm. um, oh, Me, too. I'm a documentary <laughs> junkie. <laughs> Yeah, and that's so funny I, you say you shoot with the half with the video because half inches when I started was like carrying on this thing with about fifty pounds oh, on your yeah. shoulder, and I would edit it through the camera like stop go stop go <laughs> yep, in, out, in. oh my god yeah I edited a whole movie like that someone said how did you even do that you know it was like seventy five tapes and it was like thirty minutes long when I got perseverance <laughs> yeah you know but oh, yeah. it, it was fun though you know I always did the creative stuff but yeah I know about the the other boring stuff too so I know and film of, is such like, a you know, fun way it's a fun medium to tell a story on. It's a different way of telling a story and you can put so much emotion into it and really um, get the audience to get what it is you're trying to tell them just by showing them. Yeah, I think it's fact- perfect. I think it's a perfect time, too, because people are kind of getting sick of the same old, same old on TV. There's not a lot of new concepts. Maybe, you know, uh, naked. <laughs> now they're doing the same thing, but now without clothes. And they're just, um, but there's not a lot Hi. of substance. Right. Oh, Karen's here. Uh, hey, Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi, Karen. Karen Anderson, Hello. Animal Communicator, Karen joins Anderson. us. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hey, Karen. You did, hey. Were, your, were your ears burning? They were. I was in my car going, ah, 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 these are all my friends. I want to call in. And then, and then I couldn't figure out how to do it. And I was driving, and I'm thinking, this is not safe. I should not be doing this. So Probably. Would, you, yes, you were wise. I'm an ex-sheriff. <laughs> right. So I waited till I got home, and then I came flying in the house. And I'm like, oh, good. They're still talking. Yay. <laughs> Oh, we go on. You've been on the show before. You know, we go on for hours here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't mean to interrupt, Tristan. Go ahead, whatever you were saying there. I just wanted to. Uh, I I think you called in at a perfect time. I think we're pretty much. I was just talking about how it's a perfect time. I think you'll agree, too, that people are ready for this. They're ready for more substance, I think, of the healing aspect of it. People are so many. So many more people are now believe you know experiencing hauntings, and a lot of people say you know um, I do classes with Aurora too, and she'll be in the film as well. And usually when we're splitting up the clairs, so the ones that are more mind, um, more head, claircognizant versus emotion. Normally when we're doing classes, people say they're strongest in the head one. Well. The last one, almost everybody raised their hand for the for the the emotion. So I think we're just kind of getting that way. And plus, Netflix is out now, and they show documentaries. You know, there's a lot of different avenues we can go into too and get get exposure for this right time. It's just the right mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I agree totally. Um, it's it's shocking how many people take a class. Like, you know, the the class that Seth and Aurora taught, and then like my intro class intro to animal communication and they get stuff and they're just shocked it's like oh, yeah. oh my god 
How did I yeah, do Tristan, that? You, you said that you had an experience in Karen's class that you and Amy did. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. I think I've told the story a few times now because it's so exciting. So I, I can do it pretty Well, quickly. then you're very good at it. I'm great at it now. It's one of those things that happens that you'll just never forget. It's a story I'll tell, you know, children when I'm like 90. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, uh, I was in Karen Anderson's uh, Intro to Animal Communication class, and um, we all brought a photo of our animals and put them on a, a table at the front. And so um, I, you know, had pictures of my pets, and then I went up there and I found this uh, picture, it was of a dachshund, and I, I just felt drawn to it, so I picked it up, you know, went back, and um, Karen instructed us, you know, like, what to do, you know, and I asked questions, and, like, you know, the connecting process, and I thought, well, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this, and so, um, all of a sudden, while I, he's filming, was, he's doing this while he's filming yeah. me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> while I'm filming. Multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, the film was still, it still turned out well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tripod. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I, I had my notebook with me and I was, I was writing down things that I, I was uh, hearing things and I was seeing things. And, and, um, <laughs> and so it was like a round bed and playing here and there. And all of a sudden, I, I literally, I hear, you know, in my mind, noodles and i'm thinking noodles okay come on now you know it's always so, the weird stuff that's yeah. right isn't it guys you know and kip <laughs> yeah. told a story about meatballs you know so she had this story about like where she'd heard meatballs and it was this whole story she went into and it was like you know it's <laughs> strange but it ended up being um you know something that that worked and um was right on and so the noodles i heard it three times so i wrote it down and i thought well maybe maybe it's a toy that looks like a noodle you know whatever so um I rose my hand. And I was like, "Hey, never. I've never done this before. Just letting y'all know." <laughs> I said, um, "But I'm gonna go." So you know, the owner. I I, I already knew it was going to be a, a female owner, so I, I felt that too. So I was reading things along, and she was like, "Yes, yes, that blah blah blah." And then I said, "And then I heard noodles." Well, lo and behold, she says her dog likes to eat top ramen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I'm thinking you've got to be kidding me. I mean, it was that's how they say it. Noodles. That's how animals say yeah, it. But the top like. ramen noodles. Yeah, I mean, who knew? I mean, I, I I've never known a dog to eat top ramen noodles before. So it was just <laughs> no, me neither. Yeah, and so like when that happened, it was just like, wow, that is absolutely amazing. And I I, I realized I was like I really was communicating with Ginger, this dog, you know, and it just. Yeah, so like once that happens, it's like, you know, now I, I don't want to stop. <laughs> you have that confirmation and it will always stay with you. You should come up to the class we're doing here in May, Tristan, on the oh, 7th that, up at the museum. That would be awesome. We're going to do lots of lots of little exercises like that, lots of fun stuff. That's awesome. I would love to. Yeah. So I was well, blown away. I was like, man, that's just... I, I just love that because you just have to say it no matter how ridiculous it sounds, no matter how, you know, far-fetched. I mean, what dog's going to talk about noodles, right? Well, you just never know. That might be the one thing that just completely nails it with the the person who belongs to that animal. And, and so I teach my students, you know, just say it no matter how ridiculous it sounds. Just don't worry, you know, it, just put it out there. And um, and Tristan did, and everyone in the class was like, "Whoa, dude!" 
Karen let me take a bow and everything. Very <laughs> good, and you got it all yes. on film. I did. I did. That's right. When the documentarian becomes the subject. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is about his journey too. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. Well, it's all very exciting, Karen. I'm sorry that I didn't get to take your class. You were full up like that, though. I know. Yeah. It's. I guess it's a good problem to have, but um, it next is. Year we're, yeah, next year I th- I'm going to do um, two classes if they'll let me um one on saturday one on sunday because i think they'll they filled, let you yeah because they filled up so quickly it was just you know we were just getting into it you know everybody was just like digging in and really getting messages and blown away there was another gallop in the front row um that got some kind of radio controlled car like a remote control car um talking to someone's animal she didn't know and apparently um, they have a radio or remote control car, and, and they run it all through the house. So there were some other really phenomenal messages that came through. And, and Seth, you ended up getting something after class, right? Uh, yeah, did I get something or somebody? Amy, I can't remember now. Say. Amy, I was going to say, I know Amy got yeah. something too, didn't Amy she? Amy actually, I mean, hers almost surpassed noodles, actually, but she... Uh, yeah, she was confirming with the owner of the dog that she had, and um, Amy is a doctor. She's a ND, an naturopathic doctor, and so I thought it was interesting because a lot of the stuff that she was tuning into was medical, medical, you know, medically oh, wow. related. And oh, yeah, she's and, a little medical intuitive. Yeah, yes, I know. Yeah. And it was nuts. I mean, you only saw it was like a, a printed black and white picture of a dog. You couldn't really see the dog, and. Um, but she was noting, like, you know, obesity. It's just a face. I mean, I'm looking at the dog. I'm like, I don't think that dog's, you know, obese. I, how can you tell that, you know? <laughs> and then it talking about um, a problem with the right, uh, the hind leg and the, the lumps on the skin and everything, you know, seeing that. And then something to do with the heart. And then the owner was like, uh, yeah, actually, the dog is obese, does have lumps all on the skin, actually tore an ACL on the right hind leg. And just last week, the doctor to get uh, the heart check. (laughs) So I would imagine that Amy probably uses some of that medical intuition in her practice, whether she realizes Mm -hmm. it or not. I can guarantee it. She's actually, it's really neat because ever since that experience happened, she has been, I can tell, just just free-flowing more um, with her abilities. And last night... Told me this morning we were having coffee, and she actually told me she goes, "I had a dream last night that I was a psychic." <laughs> oh wow! That's not a dream, sister. Yeah, Wake I up! Huh? <laughs> That's <laughs> your life. <laughs> is, she, is she there with you? She's she not. There? She's actually oh. she's teaching right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. What a so, great story! God, you guys are all after my job, aren't you? <laughs> Every single one of you. <laughs> Trying to I take have, my job. No, no that's well, we that's do. Just we, so we cool. Wanna our, we want to put ourselves out of the work, though, don't we, Karen? We do. <laughs> we absolutely do. You know what? The more people, and my mom used to give me a bad time. She's like, "Why do you teach people how to do this? Aren't they going to be your competition?" <laughs> and I just laugh, and I go, "Mom, you know what? The more people that I can teach how to do this, the more people who are in turn with their in tune. I'm, I can't even talk. I'm so excited." <laughs> in tune with their own psychic abilities, the more people who can 
connect with an animal they don't know and find out something there's no way they could know, the better the world is going to be. Our vibration will all be higher, and this world will be a better place. Absolutely. And I want to teach everybody how to do it. You know, it's my mom's just like, well, then they'll all be your competition. No, mom, that's not how it works. (laughs) Well, and you'll be happy to hear, Karen, that I just got my um, animal Reiki certificate. I've been a Reiki master. So I just just got an animal Reiki certificate as well. Yay. Oh, that's so exciting. And see, that, that just opens up so many doors and so much communication. I mean, you're communicating the whole time you're doing Reiki. It's just yeah. you know, whatever whatever you're tuning into, you know, that's, oh, congratulations. That's well, really cool. I haven't been able to do a Reiki session in my house when I'm in a room with my animals in years without them all winding up on my lap anyways. So. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> oh, you, know, honey, you know, um, the competition thing, um, that kind of comes in too, like that the, we all work together. There's no competition with us, and I enjoy working with other mediums, and there's no show that shows that either. Because I love tandem. I love doing... I mean, But we all have a little bit of a different perspective and kind of a different focus on the way we look at things, and so it works together. It all dovetails. Mm -hmm. It's like like it comes together. Exactly. I think we complement each other. You know, our personalities complement each other. It's such a supportive group. It's like the nicest group of wonderful, kind-hearted souls I've ever known in my life, and I just bonded with all of you guys instantly. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, instant glue, you know, I just felt like I had known you all for so long, and I really only met you guys in October. Isn't that crazy? Is that when you started coming around? Well, I was at the last ghost conference, but I didn't really know anybody back then. Yeah. You know, I was at the, the one in uh, a year ago, April, I was there, but... You know, Ron and I just kind of went off and did our own little ghosty investigations and and did stuff on our own. But, um, you know, really I started to get to know all of you in in Port Gamble. That was the big turning point, really. Well, welcome to the community, huh? You've always oh. been part of it. You just didn't know it. Right. <laughs> well, thank soul you. Soul family. Uh, it's what Teresa it calls is. soul family, yeah. I know. I know what you're talking about. Chuck, did so, you have a really? question? Yes, I do. Chuck has want... a question. He's been so Thanks. quiet. He's waiting. I'm just oh. waiting. I have a question for Karen uh, Anderson. Okay. Um, okay, so you're an animal communicator. So how do you, I mean, do you, does the human aspect come into your readings? Like, in other words, you know, you're, you're dealing with animals and picking up on that. But does the, 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 does the human aspect come into that also? Do you pick up on uh, d- deceased loved ones that might be connected to the pet at the same time? Or, you know what I mean, does that come into play when you're doing this? Um, absolutely. Once I open up to the animal, you never know who's going to show up for a session. And I started out as an animal communicator, and then um, spirit people started showing up in my sessions. And, um, and so now you you just never know. Uh, if I start with an animal, um, you know, it just, I, I leave it up to the client. If they want me to stay with the animal, I stay with the animal. If they want me to okay. move on to their departed loved, human loved ones, mm-hmm. I just let the client decide where they want me to go because, you know, it's, it's the same process to connect with an animal as it yes. is to connect with your angels, spirit guides, departed loved mm-hmm. ones. You know, it's the same process. Yeah, because so, I, yeah, I, I ran into that when I was doing um i was with my sister-in-law we were doing a reading with her mom 
And then all of a sudden I saw this cat sitting there, and I'm like, why am I seeing a cat? You know what I mean? And then <laughs> I described the cat they, and how the cat was moving. They yep. via the, why wouldn't they come via the same pathway? I mean, so. Well, I don't know. You right. know I was just it, curious. it makes I, sense. Right. You right. Know, I mean, I just was curious because I, I didn't know how that all works, you know, um, because, I mean, I just open up and it just whatever comes, comes, you know, kind of thing for me. So, um, but yeah, I, I saw this cat and I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing a cat and I described it and everything. And then she's like, yep, that was our cat. And then that's where it used to sit. And that's what it used to do. And that's what the color of it was. And I'm like, OK, I was just making sure. So I was just curious if there was a different way that it comes through uh, or not. You know, I, I just never knew. Actually, right. one of my very first confirmed, where somebody confirmed what I was seeing, mm-hmm. what were two animals, were a cat and a dog, and where oh, somebody cool. was like, yeah, so those were actually, when, when I started to realize, okay, I'm not making this up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good to know that I'm not making that up, right? You know, I'm, I think mm-hmm. I'm losing it. I see a cat doing this over there. I don't know what's going on, you know, but yeah. <laughs> so, so um, with the with the film, um what are we looking at for a, a, a due date? Do we have a due date for this? A release date? He makes uh-huh. this, well, he is kind of expecting. It's like giving birth, isn't it, Tristan? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Do we have kind of a set idea well, where you think it might Actually, be the one thing Seth and I said that we agreed on, um, which we both we just naturally agreed on it, was we're not rushing the process. Um, we really are feeling like we're going to film through the remaining part of 2016. Um, and so at that point... I believe we will have all the footage. We both kind of, you know, we both are feeling that. Um, so the editing may start at the end of this year. Um, I'm hoping to get it released. Uh, originally, I wanted it released in January, but that's yeah, very much a tentative date. I, I don't know now if that's going to happen at that's that point. That's a pretty tight editing schedule very, going through yeah, the end of the year. Yeah. Well, then, originally, I was thinking about filming through the end of October and then having uh, a November and December to just go nuts with editing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I remember yeah, when I my guides my guide said, um, Tristan, don't rush. And you said, you know, I was thinking that too. Yep, exactly. So I, I really haven't felt to rush it. Neither has Seth. And um, so I'm I'm really I keep we want to get it right. <laughs> I keep feeling spring. So I I, sp- I feel spring 2017. Boom! It's going to happen. We're going to have the premiere. Um, and it is going to be mass distributed. I mean, we're, I'm going to be submitting it to a lot of different film festivals. It is getting out there. So this, yeah, it's not going to be a film that's made and like, oh, okay, here's a little link and buy a DVD. It's like, we want this out and about across the world. Which and is are scary. we going to have a party? A big yes. party? Yes. Uh, first red carpet. No, oh, I just I don't care about Whoa. the restaurant, but I just want to have a party. <laughs> nice. <with my> <laughs> we'll have a party, that's for sure. <laughs> it is a little scary. I never wanted to be like well known. I never asked for this that I'm aware of. I just said, please put me on my path. And so I just figured that this okay, you know, that's what it feels like. It just feels like it's right, but it's nothing that I didn't want fame. I didn't you know, I'm kinda nervous about all that stuff, but it just feels like this has got to be done. This is so important for education for everybody. So, yeah, I, I think so. I think people want to know. People really have a lot of questions, and they they want to know. And and we are the perfect uh, group to share our experiences because we all come from such different modalities, and we have you know we all have our own special way of of connecting and doing the work that we do. But yet. 
we all have a similar goal, and that is to just help people. None of us are in it for ourselves or our own personal gain. Heck, if I were in it for my own personal gain, you know, I would have been out of it years ago because it doesn't work that way. You know, you, you just can't, spirit won't let you do that. You know, you, you are just humble and you just, you allow the messages to come through to help others and that's, that's what you're supposed to do. I like well, how if you're in it says, for your own personal gain, then messages don't come through. Right, exactly. and I, I like how Aurora c- calls humble confidence. That we're yeah, confident in like what we're that. getting. Yeah, and we're humble about it. We know we don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, the other thing that I think is so fantastic about this, and I just have to add this really quickly, is that it highlights the Washington and Oregon paranormal community, which is such yes. is unlike any other paranormal community in the country, I think. I've heard that from other people, is that it's just so... Um, relatively drama free all things considered and supportive and and yeah. all of that stuff and and i think what a great community to be and able i want to thank rocky um for you know being open arms to us about this too uh, at the conference he was so yeah. excited and fun to work with and yeah it was really it was really cool i didn't expect anything less but it was just cool I just loved it you know yeah because I, I know he is just a roundabout really awesome guy and he understands too that it's time to get, you know, certain things out, especially the Oregon Ghost mm-hmm. Conference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it was a good conference this year. Um, you know, like I say, I, I think I saw Karen maybe three times across the room, and we waved at each other and hugged and said hi once, and that I was know, about it. I know, right? Because that's just how it goes. Um, I couldn't walk anywhere without someone stopping me to ask about dreams or energy healing. So I was... <laughs> constantly constantly busy and talking to people and i mean other than filming with yousef i didn't see you much i saw you you guys at the at the thing on friday night i think was where oh yeah 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 Yeah. other than that again it was just kind of wave across the room (laughs) yep busy busy although i did i did have amy for an hour in my class (laughs) did but she thoroughly enjoyed (laughs) oh good i'm so glad at one point i did something really stupid because i was doing things about how physical movement affects energy as well and i look really stupid doing it because let's face it a 50 year old woman doing taekwondo kind of looks a little silly right (laughs) and i just i just looked at her and i said don't put that in Oh, I can't wait to see that part. <laughs> That's going to be on the blooper reel. Do you know there's a lot of Karen Anderson dancing? <laughs> when I was going around, yeah. with the, when I was going around the Seth cam, we were at at the hotel. She was dancing like two or three different times, and then at Oregon Ghost Conference, she's up on the balcony dancing. <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of, I was finding my groove. I was feeling it. Coming after my heart. I love dance. I think we should have dancing at our party. We should have dancing at our party, guys. Oh, yeah. We should have a dance party. I like dance parties. With karaoke, of course. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to hear me sing. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you do. You want to hear us sing, yeah. Hey, Seth, why don't you tell everybody about your Seth cam? Yeah, oh, yeah. This is I a really gonna, cool part of the film. I was going to ask if you wanted me to put it on. Because sometimes when I'm talking to, say, Aurora or Teresa on Skype, I'll have it right here. So it's it's to capture the intimate moments, I guess. <laughs> that wouldn't be, you know. The um, real Tristan, life but, stuff, yeah. Yes, and that's what that's what this whole thing is about real life. So um, I just, look when I have, 
just it hits me, you know, in, inspiration to talk about something or or if I have an experience like one was um, not too long ago, I experienced secondary trauma where something in a reading the next day hit me and triggered some things. And so it was a lot of a pain that came out that day. And actually what it what brought me out of that was talking to Aurora about, OK, because it was about a, an animal that passed. And it brought me to two animals that passed. And she said, what are they doing now? So I connected with the one. Oh, she's, she, um, that one's fine. He's on his mom's bed. How about the other one? Oh, he's happy as could be over, you know, by Jill or whatever. And, um, that like it, see that stuff helps too. You can help really with the healing, having your own connection to that side. Yeah. Well, you That's know, really I, cool. I don't know about other other people, but what I hear from a lot of people who really started working with their abilities later in life, as opposed to you, Seth, who was doing it when you were three, is that um, that it actually helped them to move into their life's path and release a lot of painful things and to really find their joy and to live these great, big, joyful, kind of juicy lives. And I, I feel like yeah. that's what's happened to me. You know, since like, I was hiding in the back room at the Oregon Ghost Conference five it's years It's that ago. consciousness, and it's like getting a feel for the big picture, that things aren't really so bad. There's mm -hmm. more to it. There's underlining. Yep. yep. There's love. Yep. There's love. There is. <laughs> yep. There's a lot of it. Yep. Well, it's like what Aurora said to me uh, when I, like, the very first time I met her, I was having a conversation with her about something, and she said, you know, I just have to ask myself, if I believe and I live in a benevolent universe and ultimately the answer is always yes. And therefore I always know I'm going to be okay no matter what happens. And that was a big, ah, moment for me. I thought, oh, got it. So we teach each other too. Absolutely. We sure do. Yeah, yeah definitely. You, you definitely got to put your hands in, in something other than yourselves. Cause, um, if you don't <laughs> and you don't pay well. attention, well, we can go there if we want, but Mr. Rogers said, Mr. You, Rogers said you, you can play with yourselves as much as you can by your, <laughs> with others. You know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying. Wait, like, that's it, the, it, that's it, that intimate moment, Cam. It's right. the, yeah, there you go. Okay. I don't want to see you get out on the set. Now, when I say when I say intimate, it's not what you think. Does it come with the music? You know, where it just goes wow, you know, that's the that's the um that's the what are what is it? It's not X anymore. What is it that it's when it's um beyond R? Oh, is it still uh, X? Or NC17. NC17, man. Yeah, NC17. Oh, see, that's the NC17 version of All Around Us. I just meant that. I just meant that. All Around Us. I found that if. Was that your 70s porn music? That was. I know, I found that. Oh, my gosh. I found with life that if. You know, if you don't pay attention to what's going on, you know, and you don't really kind of go where you're supposed to go, it will, it will, it will make you go where you need to go, you know, eventually. But it's the, it's, what do I call it? The universal two by four. If you, mm -hmm. if you don't listen to the subtle messages, it'll whack you upside the head with a two by four. Yes, yeah. it will. Explode yeah. all over. Very I nice. have several, I have several dents in my head from those, so. Yeah. <laughs> I do NR, no rating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, NR, no rating, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy G says. Oh, That's yep. what it is. 
Because I thought NC, I didn't think NC seventeen was like the the. I I don't know. I only I only watch PG and G movies, guys. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> Actually, I have to stick to that too because I can't take a lot of like violence. You know, no, especially violence. Animals. Violence yeah. upsets. No. <laughs> <laughs> violence in movies upsets oh, me and most yeah, movies are rated r for violence and i can't yeah. I just can't. even some pg movies are too violent i'm gonna, gonna have the horror the action i need all that stuff man gets my you know going i'll tell you i i'm normally don't like violence but i am so addicted to the show the 100 it's ridiculous what and is it very gory oh <laughs> man it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like I watched um, the one with Brian Cranston um, and the meth. Oh, bad. Yeah, and I like that even though I hate violence. So yeah. I get it. But what's what's the 100? Sure, the 100. Um, basically, it's the Earth is like destroyed. And um, these people have been living in space on the ship. Well, they have to send 100 people down to see if, you know, Earth is habitable. Okay. And it is. But when they get down there... They realize, hey, there's some other survivors. And so it's almost like different clans, sort of. Um, I don't want to give it fully away. It has a slow start, so I highly recommend at least getting into, like, the third or fourth episode. But once you do, you're just completely I'll sucked I'll be addicted, in. huh? The acting is incredible. The writing's incredible. The cinematography is incredible. It's, it's just, it's really, really good. And you can see it on Netflix. Oh, and see, that's what I liked about Breaking Bad—not the Netflix part, but that it was—it was more about the story. The violence was there, but it wasn't the purpose. But yeah. I do have trouble with violence in in shows and movies, and yeah, yeah. It would take me about a day to recover after every episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah, this is probably <laughs> not one I would recommend. Amy can't watch the one hundred. So, oh, I probably won't watch it either. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how I can, but it's one of those shows where somehow, I, I don't know, I can put the feeling aside, and I, I don't know, I'm, I'm so glued to the storyline and the acting and everything else, it just, I don't know, I can move past it somehow. I guess maybe I, I put like a boundary up or something when I watch it. Could be. I can watch um, human violence, but if there's an animal involved, I, I can't. Yeah. Anything to do with that? It's like, oh, look the I'm other right way. I'm right there with you. I almost yeah, think I with that. People can people can watch movies where people are getting killed right and left, and their heads are being cut off, and there's blood everywhere. But like, you know, one one dog, something happens to one dog, and everybody's like, oh. Right. Yeah. So I think yep, that that's, that's just kind of a yeah. I, I I have problems with things being hurting hurting animals as well yes oh yeah it's just that innocence too you know i don't know what it is it's just like i don't yeah i agree though when it comes to animals i almost think that bothers me to see that more in movies and stuff hmm. so we still got we still got a lot more shooting to do still oh yeah i mean basically through the end of the year <laughs> yeah so, i mean oh yeah time. yeah so i mean yeah. but, I, but what, what, what are we looking to do i mean sure. what, what, well people we're filming are, we're filming um, Sunday. I don't know if I can say really what that's about, but it's going to be something yeah, more I think on you the. Can. I can okay. Uh, yeah, well, basically, um, I don't know if you want to say the name of it, but yeah. you could say what it is. Yeah, there's a uh, a hotel, um, and that we're going to be filming a resolve um, at the hotel, um, which, um, I guess Seth could really explain that more uh, for maybe listeners that don't know what that is. Okay. Our our team came up with that name because we don't exactly just cleanse we um connect with the spirit and that's what the spirit counseling is about 
sort of connecting with them and then just seeing where they are and, and you know, giving them suggestions and how they can release it if, if they want to, if they choose to. So that is what we do. Now, it doesn't always mean that they cross, so that's why we don't call it, you know, spirit rescue or, um, I mean, that's basically what it refers to, but it's just connecting and talking to them and then they can do the rest if they choose. So, Yeah, so we'll be doing that on Sunday and then... Um, after that, we do have uh, more interviews to do. Um, we also have some more paranormal investigations that we'll be doing. Um, and we will be at Port Gamble, of course. <laughs> so there will be that as well. Um, and we've got some other little hidden We're going to go visit. Seats. We're going to visit Karen Anderson. We We're going to visit Teresa. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm only going to be able to be up at Port Gamble on Sunday. And you're going to come up and do a gallery reading at the museum in October, too. Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what? We talked to you and Aurora about it, and you guys both were really excited. I talked to you at Jill's shop. Is that sounding familiar? We haven't scheduled it. We haven't scheduled it yet. Oh, he's panicking there. Look at him. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that stuff? You're psychic. Come on. You're supposed to know this stuff. (laughs) Didn't see that coming. That's why my head's always there and not so much here. I get it. We talked about it at Jill's shop. With you and Aurora? Yes, I do. Yes. That is exciting. <laughs> yes. So that'll be cool, too. Because yes. that'll expose a whole new audience here in little Lewis County to, to what you do. Yep. And putting them on the map. You're putting that museum on the map, then. We're working cool. on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Seth, you got to tell me, what happened in the hotel room? How did you lose your group? Why did you have to get left behind? Oh, <laughs> when you got oh, locked in the tour. It, it what actually, happened, dude? It makes a lot of sense. I was talking to somebody. It felt right. I looked, and everyone was gone. And I just, my sensor for finding people isn't always the best. And I don't know. I just, it was cold. So I gave up, went to the hotel. I felt kind of bad, you know. And anyway, it's uh, the reason I know now is because if I would have been in the, um, what do you call it, the tour, I wouldn't have gotten clear reads on the investigation. Because oh. I don't even know what I was thinking, like, duh, because we were taking the investigation the night before, and I wanted to be able to not know anything. So, yeah. actually, it was supposed to be that way, I think, for the best results. That's a very good point, actually. I never even thought of that. But you're you're that. right, because during the ghost tour, they were talking about um, instances at, yeah, they were telling the stories, and you didn't have that. So, when you went in, it was definitely fresh. And, you know, when we were saying to you, oh, yeah, well, that happened, you're like, Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. Got lost last night. <laughs> Car- Carolyn, I gotta give her credit. She she thought of that. Carolyn, who's on our team, she goes, Hey, maybe it's this. This was the reason and, and it clicked. It's like, oh yeah, duh. I don't even know what I was thinking. I was thinking about <laughs> hanging out with my friends. But <laughs> Yeah. So guys, we Oh, go ahead. One more thing. Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Well, we have come to the part of the show that is for shameless self promotion. So um, go ahead and let us know where people can find you, Seth, if they want to have readings with you. Karen, you're here. You can shamelessly self-promote, too, if they want to have some communication sessions with you. So let's start with Tristan, shamelessly self-promote. All right. Well, all around us, as you know by now, uh, you can find us on Facebook. That's where we do a lot of updates. It's all around us documentary on Facebook. We have a website that is all around is film.com. Um, 
you can we have a blog on there, uh, and we also still have where we're taking uh, donations for the film if you want to be a backer. And we had this incredible Kickstarter um, that helped us fund this film. And with every donation, you get a reward. And we have kept that up. So if you still go to the website, you can look at all the different packages, and you get some really cool stuff in return. Um, and oh, by the way, yeah. we asked for two thousand. We got nine. That's, that's right. And eighty backers so far. So I know it's incredible. See, this film yep. needs to be made. I mean, well, you got a little of my money. That's for sure. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> a little bit, but it's something, you know. Hey. That, everything. Yes. Everything counts. It really does. Like every dollar has, you know, and and we have already gotten some incredible equipment. And I will pat myself on the back a little bit. I'm really good with financial budgets. And so I have this pretty well mapped out. I'm really excited. So we got the equipment we need and I'm um, already getting everything ready um, as far as the budget and what, what it will cost to do like post-production work and distribution. So we're on I'm the right track. Yep, Very cool. and, I'm, and I'm Seth Michael dot com, and also on Facebook is Seth Michael Psychic Medium Spiritual Advisor. Very good. Oh, and, and white, light, white Light Paranormal Insight. There you go. I was just <laughs> going to prompt that one. And Miss Karen. Yep, his own team members were left. Yeah. Oh, 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 never mind. Okay, and Karen. Um, I'm a, uh, I'm on Facebook, Karen Anderson, Animal Communicator, and my website is KarenAnderson.net. And wherever you can find Seth and Tristan and Karen, you can also find me because we're all interconnected on That's Facebook. Right. That's right. We're a pack. We're a package deal. <laughs> and I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Because when I first moved here, I, I asked, I put that out. I said, okay, now I want some medium friends for, you know, because yes. I didn't Kristen, know a lot of Kristen people just here. Said, Kristen happened. just said what I was going to say. We're a tribe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, yep. I, I feel it. I, it's, it really feels that way. It's You guys are just some incredibly amazing people. You're so talented, and I'm just I'm so grateful that we have all been brought together for this project. It's just going to be fantastic. I'm so Me excited too. about it. Me too. I, I so think excited. it's uh, it's we're, we're pioneers. You know that, right? This is like oh, first yeah. time for, in so many ways with so many topics and just, it's going to yeah, be definitely. good stuff, guys. So the documentary is all around us. Uh, and if you look all around you, you'll find stuff for the documentary. So thank you, Tristan, Seth, and Karen <laughs> as our super secret <laughs> surprise guest. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you for thank letting you. me barge in on the party. Anytime. All right, you guys have <laughs> a great you, night. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, Cheryl. All right, good night, everyone. All right, good thanks. Night. Good night. Good night. All right, guys. So there you go. So Cheryl, let's do our business. Yeah, all right. Um, we have a show next week, and that date is April 21st. And we will be talking with a return guest. His name is Chad Shimke, and he is a horror author. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we liked him last time. Yes, it was quite interesting. We so usually we to... usually like our guests. There have very, been very few guests that have left, and I went, ooh, I didn't like you. <laughs> So, yeah, so, that's so it sounds a little gratuitous when I say, oh, we liked him. Yeah. No, well, we'll catch, we up. Did. 
see see what's going on and uh, talk some horror. Very good. All right. And um, you're working on whatever month this is April. for the magazine. This is April. Underground Magazine. So you can always go to our website to check out um, our latest issues. All of our is issues, actually. ParanormalUnderground.net. And I'm trying to think anything else going on. Um, we will not be having a show on the 28th of April. Okay. So so, but we'll be back the week after. But so, try not to miss us too much. Okay. <laughs> Other than that, that's. I should put that on my calendar. No show, or I will yeah. be here for the show on no April twenty eighth. You can't. You're not, you're not available, Karen, on the twenty eighth. You couldn't have done the show anyway. <clears throat> oh, oh, I'm going to be a saxophone thing. That's okay. right. I'm How going over to his his back concert. I knew that. Yeah, I knew your schedule. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, speaking of tribes and interconnected, right? <laughs> Yes, yes. So, yeah. Um, okay. Very good. Also, um, send me your dreams unless you guys want me to start writing about my own dreams, which nobody wants that. Uh, so send your dreams to editor at paranormalunderground.net. I will happily interpret them. You can send them anonymously. Cheryl will know who you are, but she won't tell me. I won't judge you, I promise. And, yeah, and she's very non-judgmental because I can tell you this. <laughs> Cheryl has some pretty weird <laughs> dreams of her own. I, I do. I have some very bizarre dreams that Karen has actually interpreted for me, so she knows. Yes, <laughs> and and they're never. And here's the thing: they're never the horror that you think they're going to be, are they? No, it's it's amazing because I I think there must be really something wrong with my mind <laughs> to dream some of these things. No. And it turns out they you explain them, and it makes sense in life and what's going on, and it all becomes crystal clear. Well, the symbols that you have in your dreams, um, I mean, you have your own personal symbology as well that appears in your dreams, and those are easier for you to interpret. But the dreams that you have other people interpret because you don't quite understand symbology, those are the symbols that come from the collective consciousness. Hmm. So um, a lot of people have those same symbols in their dreams and also think that their mind is weird. I just, it makes me feel not so weird after you give me a dream interpretation. I love it. <laughs> well, there you go. So if you too would like to not feel so weird, send your dreams to editor at paranormalunderground.net and we will put it in the magazine. Um, and for all the people that have allowed me to interpret your dreams over the past, well, probably a year at least, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Past year or so. Thank you. Um, it's really an honor that people trust me with their dreams. I love dream interpretation. Thank you for doing it. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite things to do. And, you know, here's the other thing that's cool is that some of the symbols that appear in dreams, because they come from the collective consciousness, are also psychic symbols that psychics have. So there's crossover. Look at me in education wow. mode. It's because I've been working on my psychic class, um, which is on May 7th here at the Lewis County Historical Museum, $60. The class is called uh, the um, Real World Psychic, a Psychic Play Workshop. I have a suggestion. Can you guys stream yeah. live? And for those of us who can't go That's what in I person, said, <laughs> can we stream you? That's what I asked. Good question. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> webcam, you hook it to a computer, boom. The, the problem is the museum doesn't have the greatest uh, internet okay. connection. I, yeah, I think you can even stream. Can you use Facebook now to live stream, I think? You think you can live stream right from Facebook? Mm. Oh, see, Bob says yeah. he would pay for it. I would pay for it, too. 
But here's the thing. You would have to have somebody there with you because some of the activities are partner activities because we're going to do, we're, it's, it's going to be very interactive, and I'm not yeah, sure how so that would come filming. across come across okay. the streaming yeah. so it's a very inter yeah. i mean there's there is lecture stuff mm -hmm. um but most of it i want people to really kind of experience and play with it yeah. you know really yeah. really get in there and 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 um and that's why it's called the psychic play workshop is because i want people cool. to kind of discover their own psychic language and and how they perceive intuitive information and what they can do with it and how they can put it to work like we were talking with karen and seth and tristan that that it kind of manifests in our lives in different ways. And so what me as a psychic looks like is not going to be the same thing as what you as a psychic looks like or Chuck. And and so it's important for people to understand that. So if yeah. people are interested real quick, how did you say they get a, get a, get to the class or get information? Um, so actually we created a Facebook um, event. It's a public event and it's just called um, the real world psychic, a psychic play workshop. They can look it up there and that'll link to tickets. They can also go to lewiscountymuseum.org or they can go to my website, authorkarenfraser.com and there's a link to it there as well. So we're really excited about it. And, um, you know, I think maybe, um, I don't know, I'll see if we can maybe record, ha I can have Jim record some of the parts of it or something, we'll see. Okay. And, <laughs> and see what we can make available. I can, you know, like some of the stuff, like I was recording that um, meditation to meet your spirit guides, that is stuff that after the class I plan to make available to people. Nice. Bob says, Bob says it wouldn't help me. This won't help Chuck. Like, oh. Bob, hey. Bob, Bob told me that he was unwilling to drive the 3,000 3, miles to get miles, here, yeah. and that makes me not feel very special. Bob. Whatever, Bob. Whatever, Bob. You could, Cheryl and Chad could keep you company. I'm just saying. We could all carpool. We could pick up Bob on the way because he's, he's about eight hours, um, what, west of us? So we could pick, pick him up as we head out west. There See? You go. Oh, he says you're too good already, Chuck. <laughs> there Thanks, you Bob. go. No, but that's yeah, true what you're I saying. But I do want to touch on real quick is what Karen was saying about um, how people pick up information because I had been asking some a couple other people about that, about like how do you get your symbols and how do you get like how do you like you know everybody reads differently. It would be like mm -hmm. some people see flashes of pictures, some people hear, just get thoughts, some people. So I was really I, I was really curious about that. Concept. We all have our own psychic perceptual abilities, which are the clairs, the clairvoyance, clairaudience, claircognizance, right. um, empathy, all of that. So we all have our own psychic perceptual abilities. We all have our own symbolic language and also language from the collective consciousness. And then the other thing is that then we all have our own skill set and filters that we bring to it that allows us to manifest it in the world in a way that's suitable for our highest path. Right. Like like when you when you read when you read someone do you just like you know when I when I read I have to I read like this yeah when I read I I use a a journal like just a piece of paper and I scribble you know and then I I can do so that like, do you do that because that's what I do because it's I do to some of that I do brain. some of that I do some writing I just uh, all sorts of things but that's part of what this class is about and that's why I'm so excited about this class is it's going to give people all of these options that they get to try and see and find out what works for them yeah I think that's cool. But, yeah. you know, it's not streaming, so I can't see it now. But here's the thing, Chuck. It's interactive, and you would miss the best parts of the class because you would be sitting there all alone, boo-hooing because there would be nobody to play with. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt so alone today, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, you could have Rachel come and do this. I felt, like, I felt like out of the... 
I felt like out of the group because everybody was all talking the the Washington and the Oregon. I'm like, I'm just from Illinois. You had, you still have the option to come find a job out here. I'm just saying. I know, I know. It's on my Indeed.com. I actually do have one for uh, Shahalis Washington. I found one that was like actually for my job where I'm at, but it was like. I don't remember the name of the town. I start with a T, but it was like three hours and some minutes away from where you lived. It was like almost four. I'm like, oh my god! It was like I can't remember the name of the town. It was it was an office max, you know, where you just get transferred. Tukwila, Tacoma, Tumwater. Yeah, I think it was Tacoma, something like that. Yeah, Tacoma's an hour. Tacoma's an hour away. Oh no, no, it was like three hours away because I was like, what the Taz something T A S. I don't know. It was I can't remember what it was. So I was like, I'm like, oh look, because I was at work and I'm clicking on. I'm like, oh look, and click. I'm like. Oh, look on my phone. Oh, whoa. That's like almost four hours away. So that's a little bit far away. That's a little far. I would, you would, I don't know. But there's a lot of towns that start with T around here. Just keeping my eyes out, though. Keep my eye on the prize because this Mm -hmm. is honestly really a fantastic community out here. um, As you experienced when you were here. Yes. Yes, it was very fun when I was there. I did did Mm -hmm. feel uh, connected. Definitely. Yes. Yes, we're very, uh, Tolino. Was it Tolino? It might have been, Rob yeah. Said. I think it might have been. It might have been Rob. It was. It was pretty far away. I was like, man, that's too far to do that, you know. Because if I could transfer from my job to there, that's that. That makes it a whole lot simpler, you know. That's right. All yeah. right. So guess what? It's time to wrap <gasps> it up. What? Say what? Right. Oh, wait, wait, I wait, wait, know wait. The we show have... went by so fast. Wait, wait, wait. Do we have the outro, or we're we gonna do this? Cheryl, oh, yeah. Oh, are oh. you ready? If I start wrapping up now, are you going to be all right? I'm, I'm ready. Are you fancy? Are you ready, fancy lady? I fancy apparently lady? my fancy brain is just tired or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All I'm right. Ready. So, okay. um. Great conversation with Seth and Tristan. Thank you so much for coming on and for with Karen Anderson as well. Uh, what a nice surprise that she popped into. Um, and thank you everyone for listening to Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark here on MixLR. We'll be back next week, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. where Chuck lives, and other times in other flyover states. You guys have a great week. Uh, see you next week. Good night. Bye. If you'd like to be a guest on Paranormal Underground Radio in the Dark, email us at editor at paranormalunderground.net. And until next week, remember this. If something looks out of place or doesn't feel quite right, it could just be something paranormal.